Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Oh, gosh, what did we talk about? The fact that it was like garbage pyramid in here with people putting garbage on top of garbage. Uh, That was uh, pretty fun uh, to discuss only because of what happened in the studio. Um, Also, we talked about sinners. (laughs) <laughs> in the very beginning, sinners, uh, because of Taylor Swift. Um, we also had the passionate responses to your post about Taylor Swift. Um, here's the headline about the garbage. Our cleaning person quit. The garbage is overflowing. Does Jason help is the question. But, I but before, had a reason. No, it's funny. Okay. So, Snedeker tearing up, someone then texted us to say that Phil's not much of a gentleman, Phil Collins, because I guess he left his wife for a younger woman and... Yeah. Divorced or asked for a divorce over the phone. When, look, I'm not saying that that's an appropriate thing, but I enjoy his music. And if I were to be particular about every single person that ever um, had any kind of art, music, movies, right? Many of yeah. them, they can be very political. I, I like to say that in many cases, I can enjoy the art, even though, you know, I think people are flawed. I don't think anyone is perfect. Um, but there are things that rise to a, a worse level, okay? You know, things like, oh, wife was dying of cancer and he asked her for a divorce on her deathbed. You know, those are the kinds of, I mean, not on her deathbed, but on her sickbed. Those are the kinds of things that make it a little more difficult. And then, as you mentioned, O.J. Simpson, certainly then it becomes incredibly difficult to enjoy it. So I think with anything, we all, there's certain lines that we have that once right. it's crossed, uh, makes it hard to enjoy someone, whether they're an actor or a singer, or, you know, an artist, whatever it may be. But texting me then to talk about how Hitler could paint. It's <laughs> like, mean, it's, it's, this is where we've gone in the world today, where everything has to be taken to some incredible extreme. And again, when we talk about we have to cancel people because they may do something that we find questionable. Um, again, right. it is what it is in some cases, but we all know where our lines are. And no, I don't think I would admire um, mass murderers' paintings. <laughs> no, <laughs> I feel no. like so ridiculous that I have to defend the fact that I can listen to a Phil Collins song because he asked his wife for a divorce over the phone. Now, while I could, I want to segue over to something lighter. I'm very curious to see if 
that if true, I don't see that in his bio, but I'm reading an article about his uh, marriages. Uh, he was married. He did get divorced. Uh, his first marriage ended in uh, 1980. He was believed to have had an affair. They had two children, but he got remarried and found love until it said until. he until it was said he had an affair, <laughs> and he paid about 17 million in that divorce. But he found love, Nancy, again until uh, until 2000. Stedeker mentioned he had five wives. Uh, it's three wives. Oh, okay. Stedeker said five. I think. Um, <laughs> did he? he was really he was alcohol made him seem double once he thought he had two yeah. wives uh, he, uh, they have two children in that one he was divorced in 2008 uh, ended in divorce doesn't say there was a, hey you know what doesn't say there was an affair so Phil Collins growing as a human being I think yeah, I mean, like, I... I uh, this is where we're at in this world, though, though where people are exacting that it, it has to be... Right. It has it's, to be perfect. Not everybody's perfect. I can... There are some things that I can overlook, and there are some things I can't. And I think, you know, going from someone who asked for a divorce or cheated on a spouse to a mass murderer is, like... I, I just just the level that it's it's yeah. perplexing. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, it's each their own. Each person's going to have something they can let go, and other things that'll bother you for some reason. Do you know the comedian John Mulaney? Are you familiar with John Mulaney? Um, yes. Is he one that talked about the horse in a hospital? Uh, uh, sure. I don't know. <laughs> I, believe I don't know. All, but like my wife. I think he's one of the funniest comedians out there. He's very much, very Jerry Seinfeld-esque. Anyway, he uh, ended up divorcing his first wife and then getting a new girlfriend, Olivia Munn, I believe. And then uh, they had a baby within a year. Mm -hmm. And then he went off to rehab and is like clean now. But, but my wife's like, she turns her stomach. Right. Like she well, just it's, won't look at him. There are things that happen. Jo John Edward, you and I mentioned this when yeah. we were off the air. I mean, he it, it was bad enough that he had had that relationship right. and then a baby with a woman on the side while his wife was battling cancer. Like, those are the things that go, you know, to a level. And look, the level, I think, for most people, that's abhorrent. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine anybody going, well, you know, it happened. Um, you know, and lying to people. So um, we all have lines. You know, and it, it's just, I guess that person's line for some reason yeah. is that, oh, I can't enjoy this song anymore because that person asked his wife for a divorce over the phone. Okay, that's your line. But then to get upset with someone else because that's not their line. I think there's mo most lines that we can all agree that most people probably share a line on. But <laughs> yeah, that one's just I, mean, look, I think that's where a lot of relationships end because two people have a different idea of what breaks that line. Right. You know? I'd say if you both are in sync, then you probably won't break those rules. But if one person goes, it was just a kiss. And right. that person, the person is like, it was just a kiss. You've been kissing that person right. for three years. I've got a back. secret phone. I've got, you know, a, a secret Facebook yeah. page. I've got, yeah, those are definite red flags. Here's but again, a hypothetical. It's, it's an art. It's, there are artists and there are movies with actors that I may not agree with some of the things that they've done. But Here. sometimes they say something so outrageous that I can't watch anymore. Now, we all know how you feel about Donald Trump. Sure. There's no questions there. This is a great hypothetical. Be honest. Okay. This person texted in. If, if former President Trump started unbelievably painting just like Picasso, <laughs> could you enjoy his art, Nancy? Yes or no? I can't Hypocrite. answer that. Oh, wait, wait. You can't answer I it? I can't oh, answer sorry. that. I'd have to see the art to see if it spoke to me. <laughs> but really, um, <laughs> look, people are talking 
talking. That's funny. People assume immediately as well when I talk about Donald Trump, right? So we get someone who goes, well, I know he's a womanizer and a horrible person, but I like his policies. And I say to them, wait a minute. Like, you think that I don't like him because of the womanizing? Like, the womanizing is the least objectionable. And I'm not saying it's not objectionable. Um, The fact that he sat on his ass and allowed January 6th to happen and did nothing about it disqualifies him. Never mind the fact that now we're finding out that he actually may have had something to do with planning an entire political um, upheaval to literally steal an election. But I digress. I just want to mention that because the people who keep going, well, how come you can't separate Donald Trump's personality and his womanizing from it? Because, like, you're literally thinking that's why I think he should not be president. We've had plenty of womanizers who have been presidents. So that's not the reason. I want to get to the story. For those of you, it's we are in the thick of winter, even though it might not feel like it sometimes, right, when we had that warm-up last week. But maybe you're planning a vacation getaway. I wish. There is a significant increase in crime in the Bahamas and Jamaica. So the U.S. State Department has now issued issued, uh, travel advisory warnings for these two Caribbean uh, destinations. Just want to pass that along to you folks. I always thought... Having been to, we went to Nassau, we went on a cruise, and that was one of the stops. Had heard about it being, you know, a dangerous kind of area, but more so for, like, robberies and such. You know, be careful. But this one, it's a much higher level than that. I don't know if you saw what it is. It's a do not, um, you know, travel kind of advisory. In the past week, they are warning U.S. citizens to exercise increased caution when visiting the Bahamas. Two killings over the weekend. Uh, But how many did we have since uh, the beginning? I want to get this because I want to make sure I got it right. Was it 18? It was 18 murders since January 1st. That's pretty... Uh, that's wild in the Bahamas. I wouldn't yes. expect that. I would expect that in different countries. Uh, that's a shocker to me. But yeah. To- so visiting the Bahamas, they're saying you should have increased caution. Meanwhile, uh, reconsidered travel is another advisory for Jamaica. So the warning on Jamaica was just updated. Now at level three, that's just one level below the do not travel advisory. Here's the uh, advisory for Jamaica. Violent crimes, home invasions, armed robberies, sexual assaults and homicides are common. Sexual assaults occur frequently, including at all inclusive resorts. So at one time you would hear, stay on the resort, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what they always say. Local police often do not respond effectively to serious criminal incidents. This is in Jamaica. So uh, they say a crime report from the Jamaica Constabulary Force for this year shows the country recorded 33 murders in the first 13 days of January. So you thought Bahamas was bad. Uh, Despite the total rising to 65 as of January 27, they do say it is a drop, though, in the country's homicide. So it's getting better. We're we're trending in the right direction. Calm to the Bahamas. The Bahamas, the number of killings aren't as high. It's still worrisome, though, because this is about 408,000 residents there. Um, Since the beginning of the year, 19 in this story here in Nassau, the Bahamian uh, capital. So that's just in Nassau. The killing spree is due to an increase in gang-on-gang violence, mostly affecting the local population. But they're saying it's happening even in broad daylight. Murders on the streets. You mentioned on these uh, all-inclusive resorts, they're seeing some assaults, which is probably the least shocking thing that came out of this, considering you're telling me there's assaults where there's unlimited drinking (laughs) with no regard for... (laughs) I mean, mean, I'm surprised it doesn't happen more often. Well, and, and look, when we're hearing assaults, we're not hearing like 
a person who is li- like um, staying there, like a vacation traveler against a vacation traveler. We're talking about situations where it could be someone who works at the resort or yeah, someone right. who just happens to travel to the bar on the resort or something like that. Uh, and again, if you have a police force that doesn't seem to be very much helpful in answering right. or, or protecting uh, people, then that's something I think that's almost a no-brainer. Well, if I had a trip, I'd cancel. I don't, so I don't have to. They also said uh, the Bahamas is the latest to see the cautionary travel warning. It's not the only in the midst of a spike in crime. Besides Jamaica, Turks and Caicos and Trinidad and Tobago, all seeing increases in violent crime as well. All right. um, This story makes me so mad. I'm trying to find an update on it. Uh, But um, there's a woman who is looking for her kidnapped dog. She was on top of this car trying to, you know, get her dog back. I think I saw this video. It's crazy. She jumped in the car. There is a video. Yes. Um, This happened when she was eating lunch in downtown Los Angeles. Ali Zechariah still looking for her kidnapped dog after being thrown off a car while attempting to rescue him. She had a French bulldog named Onyx. Uh, Was taken while she was eating lunch in downtown LA. She said, I thought it was a misunderstanding. I said, that's my dog. Excuse me. Uh, But the two women just jumped in the vehicle with the dog. Uh, So she jumped onto the hood of the vehicle. Video footage shows her clinging to the windshield wipers. Unfortunately, she was thrown off the vehicle. The dog is still missing. Um, He is a black merle French bulldog with a spotted coat. A blue left eye and a green right eye. And they do mm-hmm. know the getaway car was a Kia Forte missing a hubcap. So hopefully, that's why I say I'm going to keep looking out on this story because I'm hoping. that It's just infuriating and just heartbreaking, isn't it, when you see something like that? It's like, and, and now the video is out there. Um, terrifying ride on the hood of a car. I mean, these are people that it's brazen enough to take someone's dog. Sure. But, you, you know, literally could have killed a woman. Just trying to uh, yeah. get this. I'm sitting here just trying to process this, and I'm wondering would I jump on a car for my dog? I don't know yes, that. Yes, I, you would. You Most so? of us would. Jump on a car. I would think so. I, I, I mean, I, maybe in that moment. My wife, I, I've already established this, that uh, my wife is the run toward the fire person, uh, where I'm more of a, ooh, there's a fire. I said, I don't know. My wife would jump on the car. I don't know if I would. Oh, I Anyway, think it's most, a horrible story, though. I think though. most people would. Most people would be, uh, because my thinking would be that someone wants to steal your dog. Again, I'm I'm thinking a lot about this. And at that moment in time, you don't have a lot of time to think. But the thought would be, look, they might want my dog, but they're not going to, like, kill me to get my dog. And in this case, they truly could have killed her so the level to which they went to i mean now whatever charges they would have been filed with for just stealing the dog now rises to a much higher level where um, they could be definitely facing a a good time in prison for the fact that they uh, could have really harmed her and it's by the way it's not that i don't care i would probably put my uh, try to stay rational and take pictures maybe of the car try to remember the license plate or uh, i don't know something else as opposed to jumping on the vehicle because that scares the crap out of me but i don't know uh that's a 
It, crazy this story. happened back on January the 18th, but oh. she said that because this video has taken on um, mm-hmm. pretty much a life of its own and it's been spread so far and wide, right. now the LAPD is being more helpful and responsive. In the beginning, it's like, oh, someone stole your dog. Uh, but now um, it's, and if you get a chance, you can Google it up and you can see this because she is hanging on for dear life. And I think most of us with our um, you know, pets on the line would, would do the same thing. I just mentioned to you uh, during uh, the break here that Philips has uh, stopped U.S. sales of sleep apnea devices. There are ongoing safety concerns. Uh, it's about three years after health concerns emerged over the company's devices. So Philips is going to stop all U.S. sales if the judge approves these, this uh, tentative agreement. Um, it, it was announced on Monday uh, in 2021. They recalled millions of breathing devices and ventilators globally. There were concerns that foam used to reduce noise and vibration could cause health issues, including cancer. That's never good, right? No. Um, anyway, it has to be approved by a judge, but they will continue to service the machines already in use under their agreement with the FDA and the Justice Department. But the settlement um, is going to be about almost $400 million. And uh, back in 2022, the FDA ordered Philips to improve outreach to customers about the recall and be very transparent. It was a mess. About the health risks of the products. Yeah. Um, And the agency estimated only about half of the Americans who actually would be impacted by this uh, even are aware that it happened. Um, And it has to do with um, their bi-level positive airway pressure. It's called the bi-level PAP. Continuous Positive Airway Pressure, CPAP, and Mechanical Ventilator Devices in 2021. Um, Efforts to repair or replace these things have dragged on for years. And again, it has to do with the foam inside the devices. They say it could degrade and cause you to breathe in particles and fumes as you're sleeping. That is absolutely scary. It was scary, mostly, right? uh, there was like a, a cleaning device people were using. And if you use that, they say that's where the particles were breaking off. From what I was told, which made me hesitant in the first place, I was told, well, if you don't use one of those, which I didn't, uh, you probably have nothing to worry about. But the word probably was in there. So I was like, oh, I might as well. Probably is never good. But I think it took like almost a year from the time I finally put it in to the time I got the new machine. Okay. Uh, so, and you start talking about, I didn't use it during that time. And, you know, you had to weigh that risk. Do you want to use it and hopefully get the benefits of the machine? Or do you want to uh, not and potentially, you know, who knows? Maybe this thing is worse than they say it is. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything here about it being a cleaning part. Um, they're just talking about foam in it. But again, it, 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 you'd probably be explained better. They're saying yeah. that if you get those particulates in your, um, you know, respiratory, you could have headache, irritation, inflammation, possible toxic and a carcinogenic right. uh, effect. So that's uh, certainly something that people would want to know about. Um, ingesting the sound dampening foam comes with the risk of a whole bunch of different things. And uh, the agency also warned the machines can overheat and in rare cases cause a fire. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Well, in the winter, if it's cold. Dear no, Lord yeah, in heaven, is there yeah. other CPAP machines on the market I other mean, than Philips? Because well, there's a hole in the market now, apparently. I mean, this picture in this article that I'm looking at USA Today, it's literally, it's got my inhaler there, same color. It's the same machine. I think it's, no, it's a different mask, but yeah. yeah it's a when, Philips, uh, and I guess they're going to halt sales of sleep apnea machines all, hmm. overall here. So uh, that's a, a recall you definitely need to know about. And again, maybe half of people they were estimating even know yeah. about it. So if this is the first you're hearing about it, well, you're definitely going to want to you know, get that taken care of. If people were made aware of this the way I was, it was like, look, you probably don't have anything to worry about, but you probably should do the recall. We're recommending you do this. Um, odds are you'll probably be okay, but. Right. Um, so I think a lot of people probably were like, eh, okay. Right. I'm going to roll so the dice here. It wasn't like the, was like the machine stopped working. They worked fine, right. but uh, that risk was there. And I yes. didn't like it, so I stopped. Right. Um, speaking of recalls, Toyota has issued a do not drive advisory for about 50,000 older vehicles of theirs in the United States. They want you to dro- stop driving them immediately and you have to get the airbags repaired. So they don't want you to drive them, but to get them repaired, you're probably going to have to drive them. It's kind of weird. Um, but the car manufacturer says these cover the following models, 2003, 2004 Corollas and Corolla Matrix, and also the 2004, 2005 RAV4s. These are all a part of, remember the Takata airbag recalls? Yep. Um, I don't know if for some reason they missed getting these out when all of those were recalled way back. Uh, But they say this is an urgent airbag safety recall. If the airbag deploys, especially because of the age of these vehicles now, a part inside is more likely to explode and shoot sharp metal fragments, and that could cause serious injury or death to the driver or the passenger. So they do not want you to drive those vehicles until that free safety recall repair has been conducted. That's absolutely scary. Call your local dealer, they say, instead of driving the vehicle to be repaired, they do believe some of the dealers will be able to do several options free of charge. They could do a mobile repair at the location where your vehicle is. You can have it towed to the dealership, or they can do a vehicle pickup and delivery. So that's what it sounds like, you know, do not Drive even right. means don't even drive it there because, again, if you get into an accident, a bump, anything where that thing goes off, it could be deadly. So, are they, make sure are they paying that for the towing? Because I think most people would be like, nah, just take my Sounds chances. Sounds like it there. They said they will. They will yeah. um, if you call your local dealer, they will have one of those different options whether oh, they wow, send nice. someone out or they get your vehicle there and get it taken care of. Phil Collins is 73 today. Look at some of the older artists that are still kicking butt like Jackson Brown, like James Taylor, like Paul McCartney, and there's plenty of others. So it could still be done. But Phil Collins, um, from what the research I did, 73 today, three wives. He has like $350 million in the bank, and he did have alcoholism, um, self-worth issues, um, was considering suicide. 
and um, just recently had some back and neck surgery, so that's why he looks pretty bad. He did do a tour recently, and he had a cane on stage. There's just something about seeing a rock star in a, with a cane. It just doesn't work, right? But uh, yeah. hey, who knows what he's? Who knows what each human being is dealing with? So uh, right. Phil, seventy three today, seventy three. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. I like the music. Somebody texted us last hour to say he wasn't a very nice guy because he divorced his wife by phone. Oh. But, you know, that gets you into the whole discussion of, you know, there are certain things that people do that you may not like, but you might still like the art, but we all have a line where it goes beyond, and then you go, "Mm, I can't. Like Jason mentioned, what, O.J. Simpson. Yeah, it's hard to enjoy. Can't watch O.J. Simpson anymore, you know? But, again, there's levels to these things. Yeah, it's a, it's a, everything is a spectrum, I guess. Everything is a mm-hmm. spectrum. But uh, that song, One More Night, uh, was the song that takes me back to my dating my girlfriend back then in the 80s when I was in college. And uh, married that woman, and I'm with her 40 years coming on up. So I started dating her when I was um, 18, 19, and I'm going to be 58 soon. So, uh, yeah, it's all 38, 39 years. If but you want. Married 31 years. If you'd like. Uh-huh. I'm not great at it, Joe, but I might be able to do a remix. So when he goes, one more night, I could jump in and go, every night. Like that. What do you think? For you and your wife. Nance, Nance, where is he going with that? I don't know. It's a remix because you're with her. You married her. You don't need every night. I'll do it like, fine. All right. It was, a, it was, a, it was, I was trying to be nice, but forget it. No more romantic uh, songs for me. But you were talking last hour about how you used to write letters. And I remember doing yes. that too. We used to write letters when after, you know, a high school boyfriend, he went, you know, to live somewhere else. And I was writing letters. Usually that kind of thing fizzles out. You guys were able to keep it going. So that's, that's pretty good. I checked. For anyone out there, the internet did not come out to the public until I think 1993. So when you were in college in the 80s, there's no email, there's no internet, there's no cell phones. The only way you can contact someone, which actually was pretty great uh, at times, was you would have to call that thing that's sitting in their living room, one phone, and it would go... And then it would cost probably, uh, for a five-minute call, back in 1985, it would probably cost literally five ten dollars And when you're in college, right. you don't have that kind yeah, of money. Then, right. I, remember, I remember the women. Right? I, I didn't live there, but my friends were in a dorm at Marywood when I went. And there, the line for people to get on the phone, yes. you, you couldn't <laughs> right. sit there for a long time. They'd be like, hurry up, hurry up, you know? I know. It's a whole different world. And... And um, when you did make a call, it'd always be, will you reverse accept cut charges, you know, and right. you're the, the yeah. so it goes on someone else's bill. Right. <laughs> now, I used to Mom. love, you mentioned the cost there. That's what, when the, uh, uh, what arrived in the mail and the phone calls all kind of coexisted. How many people got this? Usually the mom would get on the phone and go, just so you know, I hid the phone bill from your father. Because <laughs> <Yes, laughs> yes. it was a problem. You're right. How about that? Like the dads back then, like, really, don't call, okay? It cost me $40 a month. Next time, just yeah. write a letter or How's don't call. How's Joey? Okay? Is he alive? Good. <laughs> See him at Thanksgiving. <laughs> but it's February. But, <laughs> but there's no there's no denying in some ways that makes for tougher, hardier human beings. There's no denying that. I'm not saying it's better or worse, but... I think you're able to just deal with more when you had that kind of upbringing. And who knows what the future brings to these constant communication younger folks, but uh, whatever. I'm a hearty, tough guy. 
ask anyone. All right, today, except for winter, it's going to be 38 degrees and kind of cloudy. Folks, we need a little sun, and it's going to happen. And keep in mind, tomorrow ends January. This month is going to end about three degrees above average. The funny part is if you add up all the little snow we had, an inch here, two inches there, an inch here, it actually comes out to about uh, 10, 11 inches, which is all that, not that far from normal. But any, you ask anyone, this winter was snowless. It seems to come, and then it, you know, it uh, melts away from a warm-up a few days later. So uh, we're going to end this month above average, and so far winter, in my opinion, has been excellent. No extreme hardships for anyone. There are days where we have high temperatures for, for, for a week or two in the teens and 20s. We only had one cold snap in January, nothing in December. And it looks like for the next week, two weeks, pretty benign, nice weather. Tomorrow, kind of cloudy again, upper 30s to near 40. Uh, now, Thursday, actually Thursday looks like one of the better days this week. The sun could come out a little bit. It could hit 45. And then on Friday, a cold front's going to move through. That's a good thing. It may produce a flurry, but after that front moves through on Friday, it's going to bring in all this dry, cold air from Canada so that Saturday and Sunday both look mostly sunny. I have to watch my word usage here. Mostly sunny Saturday and Sunday with temperatures in the 30s to near 40, and then a warm-up next week with dry weather Monday and Tuesday. Now we're already into like February 3rd, 4th, 5th, 6th. Now I said I have to watch my word usage. I just checked, um, and I'll be talking about this tomorrow in the news. You're getting a preview. The last time we had a mostly sunny, dry weekend, according to my quick research, is going to blow your mind. August. August. A mostly sunny, dry weekend. August. Wow. Now, we did have some, yeah, we did have some partly sunny, dry weekends, and there were two of them in November. So we'll have to see if this weekend turns out to be mostly sunny or partly sunny. But at the very least, it's been at least two months since we had at least a partly sunny, dry weekend. And if it turns out mostly sunny this weekend, it's been since summer. That God. is mind blowing. That You're is right. crazy. <laughs> what yep. the hell? Yeah, <laughs> I don't have a better response than that. But wow, that is uh, crazy to think about. We're just about to turn the corner, Joe. We're Enjoy like it. we're weeks away or months of what, two months away before I'm going to complain about the humidity, and you'll be like, "Tell this guy to shut up." We're almost. Well, there. that's what I do all summer. How do I preach all during the warm season? Like appreciate the sun, appreciate all the, the warmth, because because death is coming. Well, we're in death now. <laughs> God, this is a little darker than I expected. But yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Talk. Tomorrow. You know what's weird is the International Olympic Committee is going to begin awarding medals for the 2022 Beijing Winter Olympics figure skating competition. Yes, two years following that doping scandal during the Games that left many athletes without any kind of awards. But how does that help America, yeah. Nancy? This is what happens. The decision comes after the Court of Arbitration for Sport ruled yesterday that Russian figure skater Kamila Velieva committed an anti-doping rule violation. She was 15 at the time. You might remember this. Now banned from international competition through December 2025. And all of her wins since December of 2021 have now been void. 
So they will award the medals in accordance with the ranking. And from what we understand, um, you know, Valieva and the Russian team were in the gold uh, top position, followed by the U.S. and Japan, Canada, Canada, sorry, fourth. So that would be U.S. gold. We Japan, did silver, it! Canada, bronze. If you've been holding your breath, you're probably right. dead by now. But, but if you've been waiting on this... It's they, happened. They the IOC, IOC says it will contact National Olympic Committees to set up the formal yeah. medal ceremony. So after all that time, do you, you know, the joy of that moment? Yeah, I've heard they might do a you know ceremony at the next Olympics. I think you know most competitive athletes, I think, would want to win it on the field, but they oh, work sure. their whole life out there. I don't know how right. often you want to be like. The letters here. <laughs> right. Oh, we got accepted to the gold medal spot. Um, but that's still kind of cool. Yeah. It's just, uh, you know, I don't know how uh, we should rally behind these people. We should make after them. the fact. Before we get to our celebrity birthday game and just look at some things that happened on this day in history. Back in 1835, Jason. I remember it like it was a long time ago. The first attempt on the life of a U.S. president was made against President Andrew Jackson in the rotunda of the Capitol. The deranged assailant took two shots and missed. Bad shot. Right. In 1973, on this day, former Nixon aides G. Gordon Liddy and James McCord were found guilty in the Watergate uh, break-in trial. Also, a birthday on this day no longer with us. Of course, President Franklin Delano Roosevelt, born on this date back in 1882. Wow. He was uh, uh, passed away of a cerebral hemorrhage uh, April 1945 during his fourth presidential term. Remember when they could have four terms? I don't, um, but I know they did. Yeah. yeah. And on this date, um, in, uh, let's see, 1948, Indian political and spiritual leader Mohandas Mahatma Gandhi was assassinated by a Hindu extremist back in 1948, 78 years old. All right, it's time for us to play a little game. A game? It's the oh, Celebrity yeah. Birthday Game. Here we go. We've talked about it with... Joe Snedeker, but January the 30th, Phil Collins, it's his birthday. I think you already said he was 73. You got it. Yeah. See, your listening comprehension skills are doing fine. Remember Jody Watley? (laughs) Do you remember her? Jody Watley. What was her song? What have you done for me lately? Was that Mm -hmm. it? Or was it? That was Janet Jackson. Oh, okay. Um, Songs. I do remember the name. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm trying to find it, Jody Watley. Uh, uh, Give me the first letter of the... I can't tell you Oh. Don't you? I'm looking for it. Oh, I'm looking for a new love. Is this it? Oh, this is how I used to break up with my girlfriends. What? I'd play I'm looking for a new love. They hated this. It was very insensitive, they'd say. It's kind of hard when you don't hear the actual words. It's okay. I'm looking for a new love, new love, It kind of just goes over and over again, right? Yeah. That's my... Yeah. Should have been my career. I should have been a grunter. For songs. <laughs> okay, anyway, yeah, we don't need Jody Wadley's bir- birthday. We don't him. need yeah. to hear her actual voice, do we? Nah. Uh, I'm going to guess she's... Uh, <laughs> she's uh, she is uh, 55. She is 65. Ooh. Oh, she can retire now. She can stop making music. Mm-hmm. Former Vice President Dick Cheney. He is... 86, I'll say. He's 83. Oh! 83! Actor Gene Hackman. Yeah, I know he's up there. And yeah, he's been he's retired, quiet. He's like 94-ish. You got it right on oh, the really? nose. 94. Is this guy in trouble? I believe, is it questionable that 70s show actor Wilmer Valderrama? No. 
He's fine. He's on NCIS. He who am I thinking? You're thinking oh, of Danny I'm thinking Masterson. of the other one who just went to yeah, he jail. Went to jail. I'm no. so sorry, Wilmer. NCIS, well, he is locked into the contract to be on that show. Okay. Not locked away for 25 to Thank life. Thank God. What's uh, his age? Wilmer Valbramala. He's uh, 41. 44. Ah. Finally, English actress Vanessa Redgrave. It's her birthday. How old? 90? She's 87. Oh, oh so you close. just missed it. If it's your birthday on this January 30th, happy birthday. And if it's your anniversary, we wish you a happy anniversary as well. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.